everyone. This is Laura. And this is Carletta. And welcome to Fine is Not a Feeling, your real-life guide on how to think, feel, move, and eat better. This is brought to you by California Schools Viva, a nonprofit health trust that delivers high-quality, affordable, and accessible health resources for members, employees, as well as the broader community. On this podcast, we seek to have amazing conversations that focus on whole person health. They're going to help us understand ourselves better, discover new tools for healthier living, and how to become more compassionate human beings. We're going to have some insightful talks, provide some helpful intentional tips, and most importantly, have fun while we're doing it. For today's episode, our topic at hand is actually the name of our podcast, Fine is Not a Feeling. We wanted to dive into this a little bit more and talk about why this is important to us and the name of our podcast. Before we jump into it, though, Carletta, how are you doing? How's your week going? Oh, I think this is where I say, fine, everything's okay. (laughs) Oh, good. I'm fine too, right? Great. Okay, super. Well, that was a great podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Now we can get to our real business, right? Exactly. Exactly. Oh, I mean, this week has been quite interesting, super busy. You know, having the young ones, she's deciding that uh, she has a lot of feels this week. Lots mm, of feels. Mm-hmm. She's definitely not been fine. That's <laughs> been what she would express. Frustrated, angry at mom. I want to change my clothes. Don't want to do this. Don't want to do that. Don't want to listen. But that's okay. So mom, on the other hand, has been um, definitely not fine either. A little frustrated. Oh, Got a yeah. three-nager. Definitely uh, one of those weeks where you're like, hmm, okay. This was a good decision. God, this is fun. This, <laughs> this is fun. This is super fun. Yeah, we're uh, we're just about getting ready to travel across the country with uh, our nine-month-old and our four-year-old in tow. Oh, uh, so we have a almost four-hour flight and then a three-hour drive with all of my family. Oh, <laughs> so- <laughs> Definitely don't know if that's going to be F-I-N-E. Yeah, I, yeah. I <laughs> four hours on the plane and then three hours in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a special yep. place for you, Laura, in that oh, yeah. situation. This is what's called vacation, right? <laughs> right. And that's where we go. Laura needs a vacation after her quote unquote vacation. Absolutely. Oh Yeah. And like traveling with the pandemic and trying to figure out all the like getting through the airport and there's like an inverse relationship between like how the size of the human and the amount of stuff that you're required to bring with them. It's I I forgot having a baby, like how much stuff they require. It is one of those things for sure. I remember traveling with Kaya when she's probably, I don't know, six months old. And the things that you just take for granted every day, here's a diaper, here's this, here's that. I'm like, uh, okay, do I buy that there? Do I need to bring those? Did I do this? We moved across mm. country. This mom didn't have extra clothes for her. And what did she do? She throws up literally in front of the gate before we get on. And I was and like, okay, like, this, is, oh. this is great. I'm going to wrap my child in a blanket and look terrible. So she ended up getting this oversized onesie that was like a 2T. And she looked ridiculous. And I was like, well... That's a real struggle. Real struggle. Yeah. All these things. You're like, don't worry. It's fine. We're fine. It's totally fine. Leave That's us probably alone. what I said. I'm We're like, fine. We're fine. <laughs> We're fine. Do not talk to us. Oh, the fine. It's not a feeling. It is many things. Oh many things gosh. in our world. Uh, I had one. I had one trip I took. It was just me and Sawyer. And we were flying back east um, together. She was maybe, I don't know, 18 months old, 18 months, two years old. And we're getting on the plane. And I am loaded down. Like I have her car seat and her stroller yeah. and our 
go wagon or and then of course she's like mommy carry me and you're like I, no. where how I don't <laughs> so I'm loading everything I'm so loaded I'm like literally almost falling over there are like 10 guys in line with me in Southwest, like Cannot. looking at one of whom I actually did know. And they're <laughs> all just looking at me like, lady, you're holding us up. I'm like, could any of you? Like, not fine. Right. Not fine. Not fine. Need How help. about some help? <laughs> Anybody? Need some help. Anybody? They're yes. like, yeah, you're kind of in our way. Like, if you <laughs> could move. I'm like, oh, well, this is fantastic. <laughs> like, I'll just I think that's so interesting. Down the runway. <laughs> People see you just like in this course, you know, and let traveling. I like had the backpack that has the car seat and then I had the backpack in the front and then she was in the stroller. Same kind of deal. And I was like, I I think people looked at me like, what is she doing? And I was like, you can either help to carry something or you can just keep it moving because exactly. this girl's not fine. And like you see, and then please, Kaya, don't start crying. All the things. It's always <laughs> all the things. It's a continuous battle of how to manage managing. How do we handle all of this, Laura? I don't even understand. I don't understand how at times everything seems so copacetic. Fine. (laughs) At the same time, it's not so fine. I just... I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't even know. It's a, it's a struggle oh, for my me gosh. every day, I think. Well, that's why I'm so, I'm so excited to dive into this today. Cause I feel like it's, I, there's so much to unpack cause we all do it, right? We all do the <laughs> like, oh, okay. Oh, but then okay. there's also the, when it's like, oh, I'm fine. And you're like, I know you're not, but I also I'm not sure I want to go into it. So okay, absolutely, thanks, bye. absolutely. <laughs> it's the struggle of how do we manage the fine is quite a big deal. Well, all right. That was fun to catch up. For now, we're going to take a little break. And when we come back, we will talk about fine. All right. Welcome back ready to hop into our main topic today. Actually, our favorite topic today, fine, is not a feeling. This is actually something you have a lot of thoughts on, isn't it, Carletta? Oh, Laura, the thoughts and thoughts and the minis of minis that I have on this word. So, you know, everyone will soon know the F word for me is fine or feeling. There's has two connotations. And so today we get a double dose of two F words, fine and feeling on the same <laughs> sentence. So here we go. Lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of feels on this, partly because I am a therapist. And so I, I've, I, there's a constant situation where I'm in. There's the work world where you're sitting, working with someone to get through their situation. And then there's real life world where we exist and I exist. And it's one of those things when I come across people and you ask people, I generally, when I am asking you how you were doing, I'm asking you how you were doing because I care and want to know. However, I think the majority of the population, it's become this connotation of how we greet each other because we have no no way else to do it or not quite sure how to do it. So we ask the pertinent question, Laura, how are you? And you say, I'm fine. And I say, oh, good, me too. It's pretty, I mean, we could probably do a study if we walked outside, if we had a chat to say, let's ask people how they're doing and how many fines we would get. Maybe I should start fining people. 
like dollar <laughs> You're signs. You're fine, sorry. <laughs> You're fine, fine. Every time you say it, I want five bucks. But, but it, I think it's just become this uh, way that we interject when reality is, is, is the, like the name for our podcast. Fine is not a feeling, people. It is not a feeling. It does yeah. not. If you look at the definition of fine, it talks about literally, I Googled it because, you know, of course, Google is everything. <laughs> and Google says, quote, unquote, fine means many things in many contexts. And in English, we tend to make it mean okay, but it is not a feeling word. On many occasions, I have used fine to avoid conversing with someone I don't want to share with. Hmm. Let that sit for a minute. Fine is those pieces. And it, it's just not. It, it's just not, Laura. It's not. Yeah, I feel like it's, uh, well, I mean, I know I find you the other day. We got on a meeting one day and I'd had a really stressful morning and I just felt like I was like about to lose it. And we were like, oh, how are you? And I'm like, I'm fine. <laughs> fine. Like, Leave me alone. Well. I'm fine. <laughs> like, clearly I'm not, but it's clearly. the only word I can actually say right now. Because if I, I say the word, I actually words. am like... The floodgates are going to open, and mm -hmm. is that really what you want, right? right? I mean, right. I think that's the challenge is in so many of our relationships and context is you may want to open up or you may want to say it, but then do people really want to hear it? Do they mm -hmm. Are they prepared to take what they receive if you're like, well, actually, mm -hmm. let me tell you. <laughs> oh, and that's, really that is the sad part, that's sadly sad for me is I feel like we've gotten to a place where we ask questions like how someone is doing or how your day's going or uh, how how are things. And it, it has become the placeholder instead of the actual real truth because those two things, either we don't know whether or not you really want to know or we don't really know how we're feeling. There's actually probably three. And the third is we don't think people want to actually really hear how we are doing. So yeah. it's, it's such a hard place to kind of to sit sometimes because, you know, like I said, I noticed for myself, I do actually care how someone is doing. And, and honestly, I'm not going to ask you if I don't care. If you're the stranger in the grocery store, I'm going to say, hey, good morning, good morning, good afternoon, those kinds of things. I'm probably not going to engage into like, how are you doing or how are you feeling if I don't really want to get in that conversation. And, and that happens. That's a problem for me anyways, because when I do, as I, you know, I've talked about other times, I think I have the therapist black light on my forehead. So that means that's a like free service. So people go, oh, gosh, and they either will say fine or they will just go, I'm fine. And then tell me everything that went wrong in their past 20 years of existence. So I, I sometimes <laughs> avoid asking. You're like, I just I really wanted Chex want Mix. And <laughs> that's <laughs> it. I can't your life story. <laughs> want my latte, and I really didn't want to get into that with you today. That's, thanks for sharing. <laughs> and I'm a sucker because I end up listening. That's part of my problem is I end up listening, and there we go. Hashtag be a therapist for life. So here we are. <laughs> Find not a feeling. I, I, I think it's one of those things, too, Laura, when we really think about that. There are actually pretty much five basic emotions, and I don't know if you guys have seen um, – Oh gosh, now am I going to forget the movie? What is it called? Oh my! Oh, word. Inside Out. Inside Out. Yes, always love that here one. for me to support me. That is one of my fave fave movies. If you have not seen it, put it on your list. It is a life changer. It is fantastic. But it talks about those five basic emotions: joy, fear, 
sadness, disgust, and anger. People, those are emotions. Those are feelings. All the other feeling worms are derived from those five basic emotions. Fine, as you noticed, is not on there. Fine's on the movie either. So it's important Mm. to think Mm. about as we begin to talk about fine and what actually are feelings and talking about identifying other ways to talk about how we're doing. It's a core piece to remember. There's, There's five ones everyone has. Everybody, when you're born, poof, pop. There you are. <laughs> Five emotions. We learn them all differently <laughs> as yep. we move forward in this journey, but we all have them within ourselves. So it, it's super important to remember that. I uh, <clears throat> my one of my favorite parts about that movie is anger when his little head like pops and like becomes <laughs> the fire. I yes. like my when Sawyer was three, like totally. She's little anger, just like. Mm-hmm. Like uh, it's oh, so that's great. a very accurate description of so what great. anger looks like in a little kid. <laughs> and I think I love in that movie too. Discuss is probably one of my favorite characters because she's just like so over it. Like it just I love <laughs> the way they depict her, the way they depict that emotion where all of us are just like, ugh, seriously, why am I wasting my time with this? And that and sadness, how she, I just want to hug sadness all of the time because she's just like, oh, and she just melts away. Like, oh, it's a great movie, you all. If you haven't seen it, it's great because it's, and once again, it's a wonderful way for us as humans to look at how all of those emotions exist within us and how they play into our lives for this little girl from very, very young age, all the way to her parents. And each, every day, I love how it shows everybody has the five emotions going on their head and then how it's displayed. And it's so wonderful because that truly is how how we exist with each other. What I thought was really helpful too is thinking through, and, and it's funny because it's a kid's movie, right? You're watching it with your kid, like animated, and you're like, wow, this is really deep. I'm actually getting something out of this. <laughs> but but I loved how it's it became the interplay and the interaction between the feelings that that are really meaningful at, at versus a polarized like I'm just joy, I'm just sad, I'm just fear that you know you can feel this interplay um and, and really being able to say, you know, I, maybe I'm excited to go on vacation, but I'm also fearful <laughs> to go exactly. on vacation, right? Exactly. And, and thinking through how these all come together in this complex way. Um, it, it, and I, it I really, I feel like gives us, you know, even as an adult being like, oh yeah, this is, this is complex to be able to try to communicate to children or even try to communicate ourselves mm. in terms of Right. Like, ooh, I don't know how I, I'm on a roller coaster, right? Like, I'm right. feeling all these different feels, um, but so often we lack the the language or the ability to be able to communicate, communicate and accept even what those feelings are, right? So we just often I feel like bury it, and if we don't talk about it, then we don't feel it, and then we're just fine. I think it's a it's a piece that I think universally we do. Uh, when I used to work for the military work for an organization called Focus. And one of the things we talk about is, is resilience and teaching resilience among family members. And we talk about a universal communication. And what was so great is was the concept of this, this feeling thermometer. But it was a color-coded piece from green at the bottom to red at the top with yellow and the orange in between. And it's wonderful because 
we taught this to three-year-olds and then to full-blown, older, functional (laughs) service members, hardcore service members, you know, Navy SEAL types who you're like, I'm teaching this to you. But what's so fascinating as I grew in my profession and I grew in doing some of these resiliency pieces was that here we have these very world perception, strong, amazing men who are doing all these things that you put a feeling thermometer in front of them, quote unquote, and they're like, hmm, feelings, I don't know. their ability I don't to, ad- <laughs> I don't have those. And I definitely don't even really know how to identify them. Is But it was great to be able to see, to teach with them and to teach them this concept of that Green is like when you feel at your best and red is when you feel at your worst. And everyone got to put their feelings where they lied on that continuum because it's the truth for us. Because sometimes anger for me may be kind of in the middle continuum. Maybe that's a yellow thing. But for Laura, (laughs) not that this is true, anger might be red. That might be when she's angry, she feels at her worst. And mine might be sadness is in the red. And Hers might be in the orange a little bit lower. So it was great is that even at three years old, and like you talked about, Laura, not totally being able to maybe verbalize exactly which feeling I'm having. I can look at this thermometer because like when I'm hot, I'm sick. And when I'm not, I feel great. We can teach this to kids even as young as three that I feel in this color, I feel in this color and helping to establish language around it. And then you build upon it. I loved being able to have the little kids in the family start and then having the parents be like, oh, my goodness. Well, it was so cool because we now talk in colors. And my three-year-old's like, mommy, I'm in the red. And you're like, all right, <laughs> we're getting somewhere. I can kind of see it. But now I can figure out. Then you can give them like words like, are you angry? Are you sad? It looks like you're sad because you're crying. So It's a development. And I think sometimes we have an assumption that we just pop out the womb, we become these little little humans, and then we become these big humans, and we have all the words for them, and we know what they feel, and we know what it means, and all of that. And not all that's necessarily true for the majority of us on this planet. It's an evolution for us learning those things. Well, and I think so much of, you know, when you're talking about what we've learned is and I've been kind of digging this a lot as a as a mom of two girls, right? In the like crying, and so mm-hmm. much of it has been like, stop crying, like don't do that, don't feel that, don't be that. Sometimes these big feelings we've been taught to like that's too much, right? Like so you should eat it down. You should like you know mm-hmm. man up, if oh, you will, even for I the girls, <laughs> right? Like <laughs> right. stop crying, don't cry, right? Um, and I th- so I think it's it's the thing that you really start to see and mm-hmm. it it and that it manifests itself outward right mm-hmm. when when you refuse to acknowledge or feel the feels mm-hmm. if you will you know you start to see how that that leads to you know the things we see like substance mm-hmm. abuse or overeating or over shopping or just yeah. ways to try to make ourselves feel better Absolutely. Um, because we don't know how to acknowledge what we really need and and what we're feeling. Absolutely. I, I think that's a big, like we said, the struggle in our society is one, you know, when I've read lots of blogs and books and all this study and I've done, is one of those <laughs> things too. Uh, the common denominator 
is our ability to take a moment, do a body scan, do a mind scan, and ask ourselves, how are you really? What are you feeling? Where are you? And I think part of that comes because we don't even really know, or we don't have an awareness of, of how we are feeling. Or maybe we didn't learn the difference between, and, and I'm going to pick on the guys for a second, love you, but <laughs> society-wise, here we go, guys aren't sad. They're either angry or they're super excited. Maybe some fear, you know, because that like gets you a little blood flowing and everything. So you get a, <laughs> you know, can jump off buildings or whatever. I don't know, whatever. So, but, and I'm not saying this isn't for women, but this is just kind of the portrayal that we see often. And, and I can speak from experience of what's come through my doors is it's generally a, a happy joy, a tiny little sprinkling of some, of some fear and anger. But then what happens is I go, well, then where do the other ones go? Because I, y- we experience them. This is part of a human existence. And that's when we look at depression oftentimes in our males is that it's manifesting itself through anger. It's manifesting itself through these big blowouts. And then when we dig a little bit deeper, we learn how to take acknowledgement of ourselves. It's rooted in some sadness. Makes me think of inside out. It's rooted in some Mm -hmm. sadness. We haven't embraced sadness because that's not okay. It's not very manly, Laura. We don't know. (laughs) Crying, it definitely is out. Yeah. Let alone acknowledgement that there actually might be some sads in there when there's lots of sads. And I think for I think for our males, there's actually more sads than I than is probably acknowledged because a perception is not okay to be that. Because then what does that say about you? And and that's a disservice that we're doing, I feel like, to that part of our our population. And and to everyone really is the disservice to be to be sad or to be some of these emotions that are not, you know, shiny, happy, you know, oh, look at me, I'm on Instagram and my life's perfect. So it, it's well, there's some work to be done there. And, and I think it the the sad part about it too is, or the unfortunate, I guess, not to to use exactly the feeling word, but um, is it doesn't allow them to bring their authentic selves to to their relationships, to their community, to so it creates and fosters this sense of disconnection from the people that they're around, whether you know their yeah. families, their work, their communities, mm-hmm. because they're you're not able to connect in a meaningful way because you can't be authentic you can't be your authentic self um which then i think goes back to you know how are you really how do you address that and that's where you start to see the substance Mm -hmm. abuse and you know heavier drinking and like okay or again the like i'm starting to feel this i don't like that mm-hmm. i don't know what to do with it so how mm-hmm. do i numb it out like yes. shield myself from it absolutely because we, we, that's yes scary absolutely and, and once again either we're told somewhere typically it's not okay or it feels uncomfortable because yep. we don't like to feel uncomfortable not too hot not too cold look no, uncomfortable is not a place to be so we're going to do these other things to take it away I mean, we come from a culture of that when we start to experience pain or or uncomfortable situations, we have to find a mask for it. And like you said, yep, substance abuse, eating, shopping, anything that's done in an excess and, and not to get deep into addictions because it's not the whole reason for addictions. But a lot of times when we do have some of those addictive uh, personalities or, or addictive behaviors is probably a better word is because we're looking to mask, like you said, some pain or some discomfort. And so I figured out that if I do X thing, I'm not feeling 
that pain or that discomfort, I'm feeling this other thing. And then it becomes cyclical where we're just like, okay, so up oh, here comes again. All right, let me just do that thing so I don't have to feel it again. And that's not helpful for us because part of our growth, part of our ability to be able to change and be better people is sometimes you got to sit in that uncomfortable feeling. You got to kind of feel it, feel the feels so that you can be able to figure out what to do next, how to do something different or positive for you when you have that feel again, uh, or to just transition to that next spot. Because transition and growth comes from sitting in an uncomfortable place, even on its smallest level. You were talking about traveling. You, know, you sit in the uncomfortable seat for five <laughs> hours. You got to figure out a way to manifest that. Or you're like, you know what I'm going to do next time? Not sit in the middle if I can avoid it. So it's <laughs> it's place yeah. of growth. It's place of learning. You know, I'm not a fan of the middle, but I'm a smaller person in uh, yeah. relative degree. Uh, so I get the middle a lot. And I'm like, oh, yeah, girl, you know, I'm totally. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm the middle. I'm, <laughs> I definitely end up in the middle all the time. <laughs> it's like, oh, here you go. Well, here we go. All right. What uh, what I, I actually I don't know if you've read Daring Greatly by Brene Brown, mm-hmm. um, but there was. Mm, One of the things I think was, well, (laughs) besides I love every minute of the book, Mm -hmm. um, but what I thought was really interesting too is she's talking about even there with the vulnerability shields and how people even go like overly aggressive with their feelings as a way to protect from feeling them, right? Mm -hmm, Like mm -hmm. the the person you're talking about, you know, when you're at the grocery store, right, is not like being truly vulnerable and sharing if they're just like, hey, I'm sorry, what was your name? Oh, do you know what happened to me when I was right? And like, right. I mean, like, whoa, this wasn't Hmm. the right way. (laughs) Exactly. And I love your protection skill there, but I'm going to need to what's going on. You're going to force me to ask these questions. I can't help you process this right (laughs) right now. No, I can help you help you find someone if I'm in a good mood. <laughs> I'm a service provider. I, I will always help someone who's in need. Uh, but I, but it's true. We we set up all of these, these shields or protective factors around that because that's how we manage. And I think it's so key what you said is because then we end up in a bunch of unhealthy relationships because we're a bunch of, I had just taken a... <laughs> I was given a uh, beanie that said imposter on it by uh, by one of our team members because we were like, fine, is it a feeling? So they're like, where are the imposter beanie today? So it's, <laughs> it's imposter. But we get in these relationships where we kind of are imposter. And then you, so it, we have two not real people engaging together on not real terms. And then we wonder why our relationships are dysfunctional or we wonder yeah. why some situation is unhealthy. I mean, so many times in our place of going to therapy, when I look at couples therapy or I look at family therapy, when they come in, is that unauthentic piece that exists between those two dynamics is what we have to start to pull apart is that piece of of being like, okay, wow, uh, you're not your authentic you and you matched up with another authentic person and now we have kind of an authentic relationship and we're wondering why we're here. So it's it's just that really important piece of you know, going back to finding on a feeling, I, I can't impress upon, you know, that decision for ourselves. Are we going to take a moment to look at how we're really feeling and then finding a way to healthily address it? Um, or 
just choosing to say, hey, one, if you don't really want to know, don't ask, okay? But but really, when we are asked, I mean, are you going to ask yourself to at least take a body scan? Maybe you won't want to share it with that person because you don't feel comfortable, which is okay, which is absolutely healthy. But at least have an acknowledgement for yourself that you can really ask yourself, how are you really doing? Yeah, and be able to embrace and understand and accept, right? Like Absolutely. Maybe I feel sad today. And I hate the word, I'll say, I always hate whenever they're saying wellness about like, oh, because everybody needs to be happy, right? We all need to be happy. Mm. Um, So I think that's, (laughs) in my closing thoughts, we'll just say, (laughs) you know, I I think that the biggest thing in, in fine is not a feeling should also be like dot, dot, dot. And happiness is not the only feeling or the only goal, right? Because it's really about how do we identify where we are, where we want to be, and where we're most comfortable. Absolutely. And I think, Laura, that you hit on a key component. Happiness or feeling happy isn't always necessarily where we are or where we need to be. Sometimes, once again, loving that movie Inside Out, sometimes (laughs) we are at different levels of our feelings, and that is okay. The most important part is acknowledgement and caring for that feeling. And for some people, you aren't going to be happy. Some days I'm just going to feel mediocre. I'm going to feel tired. I'm going to feel annoyed. <laughs> and that's all right. <laughs> yes. And that's okay. I, I, but as long as I'm getting myself to the place on that continuum of feeling where I feel comfortable, where I feel at my best self, that's the ultimate goal. And I'm not staying in an emotion or in a feeling that's, that's causing me um, major distress or dysfunction in my life. And I'm getting to a place where I'm feeling healthy, where I'm feeling positive, where I'm feeling my best person. And that's what we hope to bring here with this podcast is getting everybody to that place where fine just becomes a good looking person. (laughs) 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 By my feeling and that we can say I am feeling X thing today and that's okay. If we can do that and give those tools and expand our horizons on how to be the best person we can be, I think we're doing our job. And I'm excited, super excited to keep being able to have these conversations. We're now at the end of our episode. Another great conversation, Carletta. Thank you all for listening and taking your time to join us. Always love having these conversations between us. Please make sure to subscribe, rate, review, and tell a friend to listen on whatever platforms they listen to podcasts. Yes, definitely a highlight for the week for me. Make sure you follow us online at Viba, V-E-B-A, resource, C-T-R, and find our videos, other health and wellness advice at vivaresourcecenter.com. Please stay tuned for future podcast episodes. Stay well, keep moving, and be better.